was my there we go show time hi guys hi everyone thank you so much for joining us on the maxweb podcast i cannot believe we are on episode 10 10 already i know so exciting and you know we've been getting amazing feedback um so thank you for that we really strive to give back to you all the affiliates watching uh, make sure you subscribe um tell all your friends about us and uh, that's it that I now I'm going to let you uh, enjoy the speaker. Uh, I have a few questions ready for Abdullah. He's he's amazing. We we know each other for a while now. Um, you guys know uh, I I'm lucky enough to know a lot of the people in the industry. Um, and when I say this guy right here is one of the best, I I really mean it. So uh, please let's assume there are people that don't know uh, everything about you. So tell us who you are and what do you do. Hi, everybody, and thanks for having me on the show. My name is Attila, or as my blog says, I am Attila.com. And I'm just an affiliate marketer like many of our viewers today. And I've been doing it for a long, long time, professionally doing it full time since 2008. But I first discovered it in 1998. So oh. I'm falling. But I'll tell you more about that as we go through the presentation that I prepared today awesome so I'm, I'm gonna let you go into that in a minute i just wanted to thank you for doing this because you're so busy and you know you do a lot for the community so taking the time to share a bit of your knowledge with us today is uh inspiring and we we appreciate you thank you so much for having me absolutely so let's see try to share your slides um don't worry if you have any trouble when we had Liz and Zach, they actually had to go out and back in. Okay. So if that's the case, don't worry. We've, we've done it all. So. Okay. Uh, how do I share my slide? That's the only thing I don't know. Let's uh, see. Um, there's a button on the, on the, there I see, the, I see. Okay. Share the screen. Similar to zoom, but not really. So there we go. I see Can it. You, you see it. Okay. And it's on the screen. Technology. I love it. Great. So, <laughs> so here we go. This is my presentation. What I wanted to focus on is to share something that's really useful for most people. And those are my top tips on how you can win at affiliate marketing. Affiliate marketing has gotten super hard. Like uh, a lot of the old traditional ways of buying traffic setting up offers don't work because traffic sources like facebook they're banned crazy so they will ban you instantly so they you don't even have time to test anything so that's why i decided to offer insights and tips that are going to help you right now in 2021 and beyond to deal with the current affiliate marketing landscape so let's get started Oops, my microphone okay. fell. <laughs> All right, one second. Okay, I'm, I'm very prepared. I have like my notebook here. I'm going to take lots of notes and uh, I'll become an affiliate in the end of the quarter. So, oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Next slide. So, in this presentation, what you're going to learn about is how to pick really good offers. Now, offers are everything. You can have the very best strategy, the very best traffic source, the very best placement. But if you have a shitty offer, 
it's just not going to convert. So all the work will be down the drain. It will be pointless. Another thing that we're going to cover is how to come up with sick angles. And angles are what make the needle move the most. Like uh, if you don't have an angle that connects with the audience that is seeing your ads, they're not going to be motivated to uh, click through and see your landing page so that they be they can become a conversion. Another very important thing, if you want to make it in affiliate marketing, is how to catch trends before they become the talk of the town. Now, this is a major thing that uh, people often only learn about an opportunity online, like Bitcoin, when it's too late. All right. And that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to touch on how we can, you know, be in the first few when a new trend hits so that you can milk and ride the wave until it gets to the territory where it becomes the talk of the town. And now there's another important thing in affiliate marketing, especially today with so many new people coming into affiliate marketing. And that has to do with depression and your psyche and psychological things like how you feel. Affiliate marketing is extremely roller coaster. Like, like there's a lot of ups and downs and I've been through it. A lot of my friends been through it and I want to touch some good tips on how to handle it because it's, it can feel amazing and it can feel like you don't want to leave your house. And of course, I'm going to try and share some really, really good tips on how to solve the Facebook bans, which is a major issue right now, because as I, as I said, uh, Facebook is not like they will ban you instantly, even if you think that you did nothing wrong. They're just going to ban you and that's it. You're done. You cannot even test offers this way. So I'm going to share some strategies on what you can do right now to make sure that you can actually get some clicks from Facebook and spend money on ads and get traffic. And last but not least, I'm going to touch on how being part of a community is what I have to attribute to my success because without the community to support me and help answer questions and stuff like that, I don't know if I would be here today. I would have given up like many people out there. So that's a very, very important in winning at affiliate marketing is to have your community and build your own, so to say, wolf pack. So here we go. I'm super glad that you mentioned that, right? I'm, I'm paying attention here and it really is everything. And that's what we're trying to achieve with all the brilliant people like yourself. Well, you know, we're, we're like sponges. We want to hear it all. So thank you. Yeah, well, your show is actually really good. I had the chance to review some of the previous ones and the, 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 uh, the tips and uh, the advice that was shared is really good. I liked how it was to the point. So it's one of the best webinars, podcasts, live shows that I've ever been to so far. So moving on, why being an affiliate marketer sucks. Now, here's the thing. Most of the time, and all of the fake gurus on YouTube and stuff, they always try and sell you the dream, you know, like the nice cars, vacations, house, work only 30 minutes from a laptop, you know, like Tim Ferriss style. They never, ever tell you about the crappy stuff. Now, here they are. Like one of the biggest for us is the constant account bans, which on Facebook has gotten so bad that 
we had to find a really good solution that I'm going to talk about to kind of mitigate that. But even then it happens. There's also crazy competition in 2021. Like when I started in 1998, there was like no affiliate marketers. When I became full-time in 2008, there were some, but it was fairly, um, fairly, how do you say, like fairly new. So there wasn't, wasn't a lot of people that heard about it and customers and people that see the ads that affiliates put up, they weren't yet trained to recognize, you know, banner ads, creatives and all the different offers. But today, since there is like probably a hundred times more affiliates, all these people seen all of your typical ads, you know, for diet, for skincare, for ED, for how to handle, you know, like diabetes or whatever. So you have to really be competitive and I'll give some great ideas about that. And of course, there's so many shitty offers out there. Like that's why being an affiliate sucks because you're going to get bombarded with, oh man, more offers, the best. It converts like crazy. And it's like networks that just got the offer. It's unproven. Like if you check the stats on the offer, did it get any traffic? You see that on like similar web, there's less than 5,000 visitors to the entire website. And this, and the CPA network is like pitching it like, oh my God, it's like the coolest thing since sliced bread. So, <laughs> and another huge thing that sucks about being an affiliate is the income is inconsistent. Like how it works is there going to be good months, let's say three months out of the year. And then there's going to be nine months that are going to suck break even or loss, loss, loss. So it's not like a paycheck where you go, you know, you work eight hours and then you come home, turn off your brain and you're going to get paid at the end of the month. So these are the top four reasons I could think of why being an affiliate actually sucks. Now, the good reasons. <laughs> Why being an affiliate is awesome. You can make millions very fast. All you need is what's called a unicorn. And they do come every year, at least for me. So we spend a whole part of the year testing a lot of stuff. And then when we see something finally hit, we scale it everywhere super fast. That's how I made in the past in three months, a million dollars in profit before. When I was running trials, for example, and I repeated that same thing with uh, cash on delivery in Asia. And then I did it again with e-com. So it happens super fast. And what's interesting is you're never going to know which offer is going to hit. You know, like it could be making money for somebody like a friend or somebody, you know, from the community. You try it and it just sucks for you. That's okay. You just move on to the next thing and then. Uh, you are going to find a unicorn, but it takes a lot of testing, a lot of failure and just getting up and doing it again. Now, another reason why being an affiliate is awesome is because you can work from anywhere. I mean, this is why it's so attractive to a lot of younger people. And it's also very attractive uh, to older people like me with families because we can go on a family vacation anytime, you know, when the kids have ski break or they have summer break or whatever. I can work, you know, from, let's say from like the Maldives or whatever, as long as there's internet and I can connect, I can work. And that's why it's so awesome to be an affiliate. And here's the other thing, which is related to work from anywhere, but the freedom to manage 
your own time. So I like to work in the morning and then I like to take a break personally. And then I like to work at night and that works really well for me. I could never, ever handle, you know, having to work from eight o'clock until 5 p.m. because I tend to burn out around noon and I need a break till 3 p.m. usually. So as an affiliate marketer, you have the freedom to manage your own time, not work when you don't want to do other stuff if you get burnt out or you need a break and no one's going to give you, you know, help for it. So this is why being an affiliate marketer is super awesome. You nailed them. <laughs> All right. So briefly about me. So I ran my first affiliate offer in 97, 98. I made like these Juarez sites on Fortune City and GeoCities, if anybody remembers those. And I placed these CyberTrail casino banners on it and they paid five cents. And I was like, holy crap, you know, I was in high school and I was making 50 bucks a month, you know, by doing nothing, just having that site, you know, that I made for free with my friend, you know, in our bedroom kind of thing. And then I took a break uh, from affiliate marketing because I got into organizing dance events in Canada and I didn't return to affiliate marketing until 2008 when my dance events failed, like they lost lots of money and it was either move back to Canada or stay, stay in Europe. And because my wife is super family oriented, she was like, look into what Conrad's doing. And that's how I discovered GFY.com. And I started building blogs for adult and then getting paid CPA when someone signed up. So then in 2000, and uh, actually this is wrong. I switched to paid ads in 2013. I don't know. I made a mistake, but anyways, ADD. I used to pay ads in 2013 and I joined I Am Grind and STM Forum. Oh, and that's yeah. when I also started I Am Attila blog. I made my first million dollars promoting trials in EU geos and then second promoting Asian countries and then the third doing e-com. So it's possible and I'm what you call like a serial entrepreneur. Like I did it many, many times. I don't have a course because I continue to do that, this stuff. I love it. You know, I love to be part of the community and battle Facebook and Google with their stupid new policies. All right. So here it is today. So anyway, I lived the dream because I have over a dozen houses. I don't have any debt. I don't have mortgage. I have nice cars. We travel the world with the family. My kids go to private school, so I'm living proof that affiliate marketing works and it's not scam. All right, so let's get into it. How to pick really good offers to run. So one of the best ways to pick really good offers to run is to fire up a spy tool. Now, there's many spy tools out there, like one of them is called Magic Ads. Now they're called Visto. That's for Facebook. You can also use the Facebook ad library, which is free and for mobile and push and native. I really, really like Adplexity. So you fire like the, um, you fire up your spy tool and then you take a look. I usually, when I look inside the spy tool, I look in like weekly increments and uh, I sort by receive the most traffic or what was the most popular for Facebook which one had the most uh, like engagement. And if I continue to see the exact same offer many, many times, I know that, you know, this offer is making money because people wouldn't be spending so much on advertising if, if it sucked. So that's one of the ways. 
And another one that I like to rely on is offer reports by revenue instead of EPC. Now, if you listen to a lot of fake gurus out there and you read a lot of advice, they always say, oh yeah, get the EPC reports from a CPA network and that's how you pick the offers. In my experience, that is not how you do it because EPC can be messed up if you have one guy who SEO'd a site or a brand and they are getting super high CR, whereas another guy that's, you know, spending money on push is getting a low CR and then there is Facebook somewhere in the middle and it's all it's a mix it's a mix of all the different traffic sources so it's not a really good indicator what's a really good indicator is when you um see a lot of revenue coming in because as i said earlier with point number one if the offer sucked people wouldn't be running lots of ads so there wouldn't be a lot of revenue generated so that's why the revenue reports are really good and if you have a close uh relationship with your rep like the reps at your company i'm pretty sure they're very good um mm. then uh you can ask them like hey what's a good new offer like do you have any private offers and stuff that i can get on and it depends on the relationship like with click dealer for example i have very very uh very good relationship for many many years so uh I can be like, hey, you got any kick-ass offers that are private and not open to the public? And they're like, yeah, we have this one we're running internally or this one or this one. And then I'm like, can I get some cap? And then they're like, okay. And then we get on it. And then we're like, holy shit, you know, this makes money. And that's exactly how uh, you can get the top offers, the good ones to run. 100%. And I, I want to make a side note here that it's 100% true. That's how we do them. Uh, I know I, I see a lot of the names. Some of you guys know this, but the ones that don't, we have a bunch of private offers too, right? And, uh, you know, those are good. We keep them for our trusted partners because we don't want to burden them. So I said it before many times. I promise you, I did not talk to uh, Atila before the, the podcast, but I agree. Always have a good relationship with the rep. Uh, you know, they're going to know exactly what does really well. And same exact thing that I say all the time, conversion rate and EPCs are important, but are not the most important. You want to make, you want to pick offers that make a lot of money. So I'm so glad that you said this. I, I really do happen to agree a hundred percent. That's great. Okay. <laughs> Just proves I know what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Next tip. Let's see here. How to come up with sick angles. As I said in the intro, angles make or break a good offer. So as soon as you found a good offer and you did the due diligence to make sure it's good, you want to take the good angles and you want to work with them and come up with new ones that are going to be also as good, if not better than your control. Mm -hmm. And this is how you do that. First of all, do, don't reinvent the wheel. Spy, again, I mean, a huge on spying and competitive intelligence. That's how you run an offline business, like a brick and mortar store as well. You see how others are promoting their business and then you go and follow, you know, what was already proven to work. Same thing here. You spy and you see what kind of angles and what kind of images are working. Like, for example, before and afters used to work really amazing and they still do if you can get them approved for like health related offers 
Now they're not allowed on Facebook, but when I, you know, made the the first million bucks, then you could actually run those on Facebook without getting banned. So what you do is let's say that someone used a before after picture, which is actually of a physical person. You're going to adapt by taking that picture and turning it into a vector image, or you're going to get someone on Fiverr to draw it like with, you know, like outlines, like a, like a line art kind of thing, you know, like stick figures or whatever. So this is how you adapt. You take what's winning, the concept of before, after, you turn a real photo into a vector, or you get someone to draw a cartoon. And that's just one example, but there's a million ways you can get creative. Now, here's another big one. A lot of affiliates, they only know how to rip and run. They don't know how to do research. And doing research has always been huge for me. When I had the success in Asia, I talked about this in my presentation at Affiliate World. Uh, what we did is we made a list of the pain points that the offer satisfied. And then we tried different pain points. And that's how we found an angle that no one was running. But it was hella profitable. Because a lot of people that saw the ads identified with that pain point. It was like, oh my god, this solves that pain kick ass. Uh, the third uh, tip I have is to read online communities and forums in the niche. For example, if you're doing diabetes, then go on forums like WebMD and see what kind of people are, what they're talking about. Read Quora, read other sites related to diabetes and see what the, the problems are, you know, what people are complaining about, you know, what kind of products they're seeking out, why those products are good, what they're saying about it. And then you can use this in your uh, advertising, in your creatives, and on, on, the, on your landers to address it. Now, if you're using celebrities, see which one has the most clout by checking how many search results show up for their name. Like we uh, used to do a lot of uh, international uh, like health stuff, and we use celebs for it, which is black hat ways and not encouraged. But we had no idea, like in some countries in Europe, which celebs are the most important. So we started with like a top 10 list and then we typed in their names with quotation marks into Google. And then we picked two that had the most search results. So that's how we were able to find really, really good celebs that converted like fire. So that's a very good tip for Black Hat stuff. And another one that I personally love is to spy and then find the competitor, like the competitor ads on Facebook and then read the comments. You want to see the engagement, like what are they mad about? You know, what are they saying is, is good? Because a lot of time, for example, in the health vertical, which we do, did a lot of, um, they will say like, this is scam, this sucks. You guys should try this. And then others are going to be like, oh yeah, that actually works. That's really good. You know, my mom tried it or my grandma or whatever. So you can get a lot of ideas for yeah. angles from comments as well. So that's how you come up with sick angles. And uh, yeah, so at the end of this presentation, if anybody has questions about angles, feel free to ask. And now let's move on. The next tip is how to catch trends before they become the talk of the town. Like, wouldn't it be nice to have known about Bitcoin in 2013 when it was $86? I bet it is. Like, now I don't even know how much it is, like $47 or $50,000. Yeah. So 
Yeah, a lot of people are like that. But today, when you hear your garbage man, you know, that takes the garbage, like, hey, like, do you know anything about Bitcoin? And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm like, face palm, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, that's how it is, you know. So you don't want to be the guy that only finds out about the opportunities when everybody else finds out about the opportunities. So that's why you need to become a master of spying. Now, on IamAttila.com, I have the ultimate spying guide to Adplexity, which teaches how to spy like a pro. And if you guys check it out, you will see what I mean. And uh, spying has a great benefit that you don't only check and see how others run specific offers. You can actually see what is being run. Like what is making waves right now? Which one, what kind of offer or ad is getting the, uh, you know, like uh, most of the, uh, most of the uh, recognition or most of the hype and stuff like that. And if you see that this week, there's a lot of ads for this, but a week before, two weeks ago, there were none, you know that you're at the beginning of something good. Now, another way to find out about upcoming trends is to be in mini masterminds on Skype. A mini mastermind is when you don't have more than 10 people in a group and you guys actively, you know, discuss stuff and give things back and forth. And that's been, that has been a really good way for me to learn about new opportunities to test. Now, here's the big one. This is for me. Like I, I experienced that a lot of people in affiliate marketing, they never share anything ever. Like how they, they have this stupid belief that if I give it away, then I'm not going to make money. I'm not like that. And my blog that I've been running for eight years and updating is proof of that. And I always help people with actual stuff that works because I believe, you know, that what comes around goes around. So I help people. I don't think I'm going to make less. I actually usually end up making more that way because something else clicks or comes up that I didn't count on or anticipate. But yeah, definitely. So one of my tips is to build your wolf back with people that share. So it can be just one guy, two guys. Like I have two guys that we share stuff with, like, hey, I'm running this, you should jump on it. And they share back and it's been hella profitable. And we're still friends after so many years. So that's a very good one to discover new trends is because if you don't discover it from, you know, keeping on top of everything, then your buddies in your wolf pack are going to be like, and then they're going to share it and all of you are going to make lots of money. Yeah. And Google Trends, of course. Like, you, you can monitor trends. Like, I love to surf trends. And there's also this uh, actually web website called Transco or something you can subscribe to. And they always project, you know, what are going to be the next trends. You can check news and see, you know, what kind of things they're talking about. Sometimes like when the fidget spinner came out, you know, the craze and the news first picked it up, then it was still, you know, possible to make money. If you apply the twist to fidget spinners, for example, what we did in e-com is uh, everyone was selling, you know, like general gold or whatever fidget spinners. We niched out, you know, so we basically sold movie fidget, fidget spinners and cool looking <laughs> ones and stuff like that. So we still managed to make some money but we weren't at the beginning of the trend but i heard about that from the news now here's a big one especially for scammy affiliate offers like re read scam advisor sites 
and like virus sites, you know, like Kaspersky and AVG and all of their, you know, like communities, because these like people are going to bitch and complain, you know, about stuff on these sites. So if it's something new, like a new kind of affiliate offer, it's going to show up here right away. Like no one's going to tell you about it, you know, from the community. But if you read people complaining on what happened to them, then you can learn about it, you know, like. Yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> yep. And YouTube channels that expose the latest scams, like tech support. When I first heard about it, for example, that was in 2015. And when the masses heard about it, that was in 2018. So between 2015 and 2018, there was opportunity to make like 1000% ROI, you know? So <laughs> that's these it. Days, these days, YouTube has all of these channels like Kidboga who are dedicated to busting tech support scams and they actually talk about other kind of paper call scams which are actually affiliate offers and yeah so that's actually a really good source of ideas on what kind of offers are doing well and what kind of promote if you're into that stuff so these are some tips on how to catch trends before they become the talk of the town. Okay, moving on. Now, this is a big one. Like there was actually a time where every offer that I tried ended up losing money. I felt so bad that I didn't want to drive my car and it just sat in the garage because I felt like the guy begging on the street, you know, having more money in his cup has more money than I do. I know it's a really stupid thought, but I felt like a dumbass, like an idiot that has no clue because my way of measuring success was how much money I make, you know, so it was a really bad time. And affiliate marketing is hard. That's a fact. And I have to actually see like uh, a coach who made me understand that affiliate marketing is not an upward curve like it, it goes like this you know like it's up and down up and down and it took a while for that to sink in you know like I experienced this really uh, bad form of depression where I didn't want to do any campaigns because why the fuck would I you know like I make more money not launching any campaigns than actually launching and testing yeah. i took a year off and i was always active then and chatting and stuff like that but i took a year off and then during that time you know like reset my brain and stuff like that so that was a really good thing to do so it's a good tip to take time off when things are not working and then clear your head take a vacation you know do fun stuff and then come back later because it's absolutely normal that that's how it is you know it's a roller coaster yeah. when you're riding the highs you know popping bottles at the club and you know doing all of those affiliate stuff that <laughs> the bros always talk about and the fake gurus one of the yeah. things that you need to do is to um budget for the the bad times you know like put money aside so that you can pay your employees and put money aside so that you know you can pay your bills and you can still continue to live life 
to a pretty good standard when you're not making any money. A lot of people make this mistake that they, you know, make $100,000 in one month and then they end up spending $150,000 and they don't anticipate that there's going to be a tax bill coming too, you know. So they're in debt and they owe the IRS, for example. I know many instances like this. Yeah. And that's why it's important, you know, to treat affiliate marketing like a business budget and plan ahead because it's an up and down roller coaster. So, yeah, that's for that. Well, I'm so glad that you shared that. I'm sorry. And this is great. And I don't want to interrupt, but I'm so, so glad that you shared that because that should be the norm where brilliant affiliates understand that that's going to be highs and lows because i have seen it the last few years i've seen many great affiliates that had even maybe three six months at the time when they were really struggling but if they maintained a positive attitude you know they're back and they're going to be back so it's it's fine it's normal and you said that and thank you for saying that because it's terrible to have you know to lose affiliates for good when it's just a matter of them taking some time off because that's okay too yeah, absolutely. So yeah, don't um, don't let this YOLO and you know peer pressure. Like one of the things that I learned is that all of these guys out there will that don't share ever. They're the kind of people that are always gonna tell you they're killing it, you know, because they have this ego trip. And I'm in in this thing for the long run. Like it's a marathon, and the guys that I'm you know, very close with, they will tell me like, fuck, it's really bad. Nothing's working. But these other guys are like, yeah, man, I'm killing it. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's not true. They're not killing it, but their ego won't let them admit the truth. I don't know if it's for to themselves or because they want everybody to uh, believe that, you know, they're killing it. So people might share new stuff with them. Who knows? But that's how it is. So it's absolutely okay, you know, not to kill it all the time. Alrighty, let's see which one is the next slide. Oh yeah, here we go. How to solve the Facebook bans. Now, this is such an issue. Like, I remember when they started like blatantly banning everybody. Then we had these smart asses, you know, like in Facebook ad buyers group on Facebook saying like, you must have done something wrong, you know, and just being like smart, like, yeah, it can't happen to me. And then two weeks later, they're crying like, oh, our ad account got banned. You know, what do I do? And then I'm just thinking, yeah, that's so funny. You were telling me that I did something wrong when I didn't do nothing wrong. You know, we were running white hat. And then this is just the traditional human thing that, you know, until they feel it on their own skin, it's not yeah. a problem. So that's yeah. how it is here. So here's some tips on how to actually uh, solve the Facebook problem right now. If you're running really white hat, then you can work with an authorized agency or sales partner. All you have to do is go to Google, type in authorized agency or authorized Facebook sales partner and contact them and get an account set up. You might pay, you know, a little fee like 5%, who knows? But these guys have a direct line to real humans inside Facebook. So if you get banned, like an ad account disabled, they're going to get it back if it's truly white hat. If you're running black hat, you need to create a system. Now, to create a system requires investment. I know guys that launch 100 accounts a day. 
and they have like a monthly uh, Facebook system that costs them $50,000 a month because they need to employ staff, grant workers, virtual assistants. Think about, you know, people that manages relationship with people that they rent accounts from, people that farm accounts, people that, you know, do engagement, warm-up procedure, basically like an entire factory that pumps out accounts so that their media buyers can launch 100 accounts every single day. Like it's a fine oiled machine and the top 1% have endless accounts at their disposal. So that's why today running Black Hat as a sole affiliate with tiny little budget is not possible because Facebook is so smart. You know, they know the intent before you launch your black hat ad. They know that if you uh, put up this kind of ad, you run like run a page likes campaign, then you boost a post from the page and then you do this and this. Chances are it's going to end up an affiliate offer, which is not allowed. So they're just going to ban you right then and there, you know, just to save Mark Zuckerberg from additional inquiries and stuff like that. If you don't want to deal with the accounts, you can partner with a kick-ass company like Supreme Media, which are going to get the accounts for you so you can focus on launching campaigns because they got really good relationships with people that have the systems. And many times these guys with the systems, they sell, you know, like the excess accounts to cover their uh, monthly operating budgets, basically. Right. So they have the staff and then they farm extra, I don't know how many accounts per day. So they sell those and they also run internally. So that's that's a really, really good tip. And that's how we run a lot of financial offers is by having a JV partner like Supreme who just handles the accounts. So this is in, these three ways are how you solve the Facebook problem right now because no matter what you run, they are going to be, they're going to ban you. Like even if you verify your BM, upload all the IDs, you know, apply that you want to run political ads and get go through the verification process. It doesn't matter because if they detect the wrong word or something in an image yeah. that they don't like, like there was just in the news, like uh, I think uh, the New York Times got in pro like in trouble with Facebook banning them because they ran an ad that had a wheelchair in it or something like that. Don't take my word for it, but they banned someone big or the Wall Street Journal. I don't know, some huge publication. And then Facebook got in shit for that, you know, because their stupid AI thought it was something that's not compliant when it was. And yeah. So basically, bans are going to happen. The moment you, you know, you wrap your mind around that and you expect it, you're not going to feel bad when it happens. You're not going to feel depression, anxiety or whatever. You just know, oh, it happened. Okay, we have, you know, 10 more to go, whatever, you know. So that's how you have to deal with Facebook bans, unfortunately. Like, I personally wish we didn't have to do all of these stupid hoops, you know, because it's against their stupid ass policies to rent accounts or to make new accounts or have multiple accounts. But when they make it impossible to talk to a human and get your account back when you're 100% compliant, yeah. what the hell can you do? You know, like you need to advertise and Facebook is the best. Like for lead costs, they're the lowest. They're really smart. Google's second best, but Facebook 
is the top and nothing beats their traffic. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, this is one of those things, you know, like you just have to do it. All right. Now, how being part of a community made me so successful, as I said at the beginning of this entire presentation, being part of I am grind initially and then later joining STM for $99 per month is where I met, you know, my first contacts and a lot of great people that I talked to still today. And that's how I was able to, you know, learn about Nutri trials. And I actually met an advertiser through a friend who created these kick-ass trials in Europe. And I was his only affiliate. And uh, he basically gave me exclusivity. And that's how I made my own like first million dollars. Like I filled his daily cap every single day for three months. So that was really kick-ass. You know, it was all because of like STM. And then I met this person and he introduced me to that advertiser. So that's why forums are awesome. Like I personally do not like Facebook groups because in Facebook groups, you post stuff. Nobody really engages, even if you have really good stuff. Like there's no organic reach. So things just get, you know, buried uh, down on the page. They get lost. And if you ask a question and, and the group is very active and people are posting a lot of new stuff, it gets lost. But on a forum, you can log in, click, you know, new posts or some posts I haven't seen yet and just read through everything. And it's a personal experience. Like it's organized just for you. So forums for me continue to be the best. And I believe in the future as Facebook cracks down more on organic reach and they start you know their paranoia on the content that can be posted inside the groups they're also going to start banning that now so yeah that's basically my take on community now let's go all right so this is actually uh, a good question like if you need help with your campaigns and you want someone to hold your hand where do you go right like i mean that's why i created my forum i am affiliate and that's why i invite everybody to become a member on i am affiliate which is usually only 49 dollars per month and it's one of the best thing you know investments that you can make on this webinar i decided to do uh, like a promotion so here we go so instead of 49.95 if you use the maxweb 10 coupon then you can have it for $39.95 a month membership. And if you like this information and you trust me and know that there's a lot of good stuff, you can get $200 off if you go for the yearly package. So just use this one. And now let's dive into some questions. Oh, I love it. And thank you for sharing that. Well, you know, this is a big reason why I invited you here, because I actually came across your blog before you and I even became friends. Right. And it was one of those things that I really liked. It's actually good information. You know what you're talking about because, you know, I'm all about positivity. However, there are a lot of gurus out there that Honestly, I don't think they've ever run a real campaign, right? <laughs> or did it for a long time. Unfortunately, that's true. My favorite one being Kevin David. Oh, my God. 
Like he can go from a real estate investor to a Bitcoin investor to an expert in e-com to an expert in Forex to an expert in media buying to an expert in Facebook ads. Like the guy's just so smart, you know, like he can do everything. So yeah. yes, you're right. Unfortunately. And I'm all about positivity. However, that's why we invite people like you because it's very important for me when we present something to the community, to the Maxweb community, is affiliates and people that actually do campaigns, right? Like how you said it, you did the blog, it's great that you can help a bit. You're still, you know, even if probably you would make a lot of money with a course, you're not doing that because you're still focusing on, you know, on your own like affiliate stuff, which is awesome because that's passion. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want to make a course uh, because the problem with a course is usually it's outdated information. And I also don't want to become the product. But one of the biggest things with courses is that it's outdated information. Sure, it's for newbies, it's good, but I mean, most of the people that I like to talk to and my target audience, even for my forum, is advanced affiliate marketers, people that made money in the past and they're looking for the next best thing and they want to stay on top of the latest tricks and methods that work right now. So that's why no course from me. I created I Am Affiliate because it's live, you know, it's real time stuff that's happening right now. And also it's super affordable, you know, but... Yeah. I agree. I mean, come on. You you probably spend more than that on, on takeout. So, uh, all yeah, right. Exactly. Let's, let's take some questions. I'm, I'm excited. We have so many uh, already. Uh, all right. Can a one-man band make affiliate marketing a success? Yes, if they have money, for sure. That's so a minimum $2,000. And start with low payout offers and like a cheap traffic source, like a zero park push just to you know, get the handle on things and spy and see what's already working there. So it can be done, but you need to learn a lot of skills, right? Like how to edit HTML, CSS, Photoshop, how to set up tracker, how to, you know, do all these things that I cover in my uh, beginner's guide, which is called From Zero to Super Affiliate. That's on Amazon for five bucks. Like it, it was written for newbies so that they can, you know, understand the basics in four hours. So... Yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, earlier we had one. There we go. I, I don't want to forget it. That's a really good one. I actually had it as one of my questions too, I promise. Uh, what spy tools do you suggest? Because you were telling us how important it is to check what the competition is doing at all times. So, yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, the, the best spy tool uh, for native and push and mobile is Adplexity. And if you go to adplexity.com slash I am Attila, then you can get 33% off on all of the packages. So Adplexity is super good. Like we use that all the time. Like on my forum, uh, our member Andor uses that to create the weekly spy guides. And for Facebook, my favorite uh, used to be Magic Ads, but now they're called Visto. So these are my go-to sources. Now, if I want to do some more spying, like to learn, like let's say I find some affiliate that's running a lot of volume and I want to see which landing pages are making the most money for them, then I need to use similar web pro with the popular pages option, which is like $1,000 per month to see the popular pages. You know, like that's, that's a high-end spy tool. And 
my very big affiliate friends use it and we use it too but i mean adplexity and visto are more for you know novice and beginners like it's more way more affordable at around 100 bucks so in my opinion it's enough to have you know let's say adplexity like i would definitely recommend adplexity because for facebook you can type stuff in like keywords into the search bar and then get to fan pages or when people shared an ad then go to the fan pages and then click on the uh like ad library and see all the ads that are running for free so that's great that's super helpful actually i knew about ad complexity i'm um, i'm targeted so i see those ads a lot uh yeah. i'm glad you confirmed that's a good one because we get this question a lot right uh we do some internal traffic so you know it was one of the ones that we wanted to recommend but um similar web i had no idea that is better for you know super affiliates so that's that's really yeah, good. similar webs like uh, top landing pages feature is like the best thing. Want to see exactly how you explain it when you get because we that's what happens to us so we get uh i'll use fake names right because we value the privacy so john is like you know anna sam i found this lender is this offer yours and i can tell they they grabbed the whole lender from you know one of the spy tools and they got to us and then we're like sure that's our offer so um uh -huh. yeah Good one. Oh my gosh, so many questions. All right, let's see. Uh, one of the affiliates is asking, can you share some info on YouTube ads? Have you, I don't know if you've ever worked with YouTube ads. Do you I know? I did a little bit of YouTube ads, but I haven't done a lot of YouTube ads yet. That's why there's not that much content. Although mm -hmm. inside the forum, there's a lot of, a lot of content on YouTube ads because we have one guy who's making a killing, you know, like I shared a meme on my Facebook about YouTube ads, you know, like, <laughs> like a person before after alcohol like a person on you know like uh on, on some drugs before and after yes yes you know yes. that one right so there's a guy on facebook as he's like and then after he discovers youtube ad like big smile you know that's actually from some guy that's a huge affiliate seven figure affiliate inside the forum and he kills it on youtube ads and one of the best tips that he shared which actually works for me when I tried it recently. I just did a little test is you basically need to spend the time and scrape and find the videos that you believe your target audience is watching. And then you make a gigantic list of these videos and then you target people that way. That's how you start because YouTube is so big that you can blow a million dollars like in one day on YouTube. You know, so most people don't have that much money to blow. So this is the most effective way to go. Absolutely. Yeah, I, we've heard it a lot. I know a lot of our affiliates use YouTube. Uh, we don't yet have anyone that's doing like courses or information on it. Uh, but the overall consensus is that it's not as much of a headache as Facebook. So I remember the, I couldn't find the meme that you shared, but I know yeah. exactly what you were talking about. All right, another good one. Uh, which native ad do you suggest for Nutra? Um, I think he's referring to like Outbrain or Tabula type of uh, networks. But, yeah, for Nutra, I don't really suggest Outbrain and Tabula because there's compliance. Like it's really hard. It takes a lot of work and deep pockets to get stuff compliant. I know guys are running Nutra on native, on particularly Tabula and Outbrain, but they have a rep inside and they spent a lot of time going back and forth to figure out, you know, what they have to change, what they can and they cannot say. 
Now, if you're a traditional affiliate that's running CPA offers and you cannot make changes to the offer and you don't have that luxury, you know, to make it compliant, then two of the best um, traffic sources are MGID and Rev Content. But again, if you use a spy tool and you spy, you're going to see which traffic sources do the best and always go where the money is being made. You know, you don't want to test new stuff. Like with Supreme Media, we tested 20 different ad networks. And out of that, 19 lost all the money. Like we yeah. spent 20 grand and we lost $19,000. And only wow. one broke even from testing the... And these were winning creatives, but reality. and that's the reality of you know when you start spending money. And if you don't mind, I actually want to make like a small side note here. Uh, I said this. We had a webinar yesterday, and I don't. I I specifically said this. If you are you know really you really want to run without brain, right? You cannot pick any offer. Let's pretend you're you know only running with MaxWeb. You cannot pick any offer and expect to get that approved on Outbrain. So please make sure the account manager on MaxWeb is your best friend because we already have offers, neutral offers that are approved because we went through all the headache that Altula was explaining where we changed the pages, we made them compliant. So if you really want to run Outbrain on Taboola, ask us because we're going to know the offers that are live. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot of back and forth and it's going to be hard. And I agree, MGID ref content are great. Uh, MaxWeb actually has partnership with both those. So, you know, if you're listening to this, if you don't have a rep, someone at MaxWeb can introduce you to someone at MGID or ref content, even our brain. And it's going to be easier because otherwise, if you're just getting started, it's we don't want to, uh, we want to be positive, but <laughs> if you don't know the right people, it's, it's going to be quite, quite tough. All right. Uh, John is asking on Skype, do you prefer running one strong campaign or several, several at the same time? I think this goes hand in hand with the unicorn and testing a lot. Exactly. Just as you said, I answered this in the presentation, but we test a lot, then we find something, then we put full resource on that to milk it until it lasts, you know, because that's how you make big, big campaigns that profit. Awesome. Thank you for all of this, uh, Eddie. One question, do you think Facebook would be good for an essential oil brand? Are we talking about CBD? I guess I know, we are. Like, I would depend. <laughs> We, we, we Absolutely. I mean, Facebook is super good for that stuff. Even if it's essential oils, that's not CBD. Definitely. If you can get it compliant and not banned, then yeah, like there's nothing better than Facebook, honestly. Google's second best. I know from our, you know, tests and our CPAs. <laughs> All right. That's, I think this is a question for us. If we provide customer lists, we do, of course that we do. Everyone knows that if you want to run Facebook, uh, that's, you know, with MaxWeb, uh, I was telling Atula about this. A lot of the offers, we kind of switched from being a network and we started either creating the offers or working with brilliant people to create the offers for us. Um, because otherwise, like the rebrokering aspect doesn't work. And it's, it's, you know, in the long time, we don't want anyone to lose money. 
All right, let's see. I think I lost one here. Yes, would you say it's cheaper to start with Facebook ads via native ads? Like, here's oh, Facebook ads for sure. Native is crazy. Like, native, you need a higher test budget just because there's so many placements that Facebook is definitely the way to go if you're on a smaller budget because they can find your customers faster, especially if you start with a seed audience, like how MaxWeb gives, you know, a seed audience, and then you generate a lookalike audience, like a 1% lookalike, that's going to get you sales right away. Whereas on native, even if you select their in, like they have these special audiences and stuff on Taboola, for example, and Outbrain too, you're not gonna get customers for such a low cpa at the start you need to collect a lot of data and to get the data you need to spend a lot of money so definitely facebook awesome i agree it's native is wonderful and it can be consistent but it's you know it's tough especially in the beginning and you need to have money and cash flow to spend all right, Gary, do you vindicate building affiliate sites through blogging for longer term results as well as paid for advertising in the short term if you have limited investment? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think SEO is coming back just because of all the shit that Facebook is doing, that they're banning everybody. A lot of people are switching, you know, back to SEO just because they just can't get any ads up, you know. So definitely if you're on a tight budget, seo and building sites that are you know quality like with really good articles and satisfying search intent and all the good stuff then definitely that's a good way to start yeah all right uh i have one more this one is on youtube uh what's your opinion on email traffic I think we're getting this question because we already had two uh you know people on the podcast that were telling us about email traffic I don't know if you know anything about it. We do run email traffic, but we run a very, very interesting way of email traffic. We don't like scrape the internet and then spam. Mm -hmm. We build highly niched lists through Facebook ads by giving away like a lead magnet. And then we email them like different automatic sequences, depending on what they do. Like it's designed, like we create these crazy, you know, like automations in get response. You know, like if they open the email that they get, then they get the next email. If they don't, then they go to another sequence and stuff like that. And that's really good, especially to uh, get around all of the bands, you know, like if you have an offer, which is not allowed on Facebook, then you can work around this one. And there's actually a very comprehensive, like I think 20 page guide inside I am affiliate called the workaround method that teaches how to do uh, this, this type of affiliate marketing where you're working around Facebook policies to be compliant on the front, but you're doing black hat on the back. Awesome. All right. One more question. I can't believe it's been an hour. I'm sorry. I bet you are exhausted, but no, just I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Just one more because it's a good one. So uh, Andreas is asking, is Facebook native and GDN the three main traffic sources for you? Uh, well, the thing is, Facebook and G Facebook is our main traffic source and push is another one. Like we do a lot of uh, push because if you build your own push DB, like a quick tip here, like we make our own push subscribe, like we will run ads on zero park, build our own subs 
and then we can like send them more as for basically free after that you know like we create our own push db by getting them to the push networks so push is very good like it's good for lead gen especially in the uh, like the male oriented uh like verticals like financials you know like with supreme media it's really good for that and it's also super good with dating offers and Facebook is good for everything. Google is more specialized. Like Google is very good for us in retargeting. Like we retarget everybody through Google because Google's everywhere. And native, well, at the moment we're paused on native because we, we were running a lot of native last year with e-com, but we didn't continue this year just because it seems that Tabula just wants to blow your cash and not make you money, you know? So we stopped because everybody went to native because of Facebook problems, right? So all of these black hat affiliates and Tabula figured out that fuck, all these people are running the same stuff. Let's put them in a little, you know, group. And then all of them are using smart, smart bidding. So people were getting like $3 CPCs in the USA. You cannot be profitable at these rates, you know? So Tabula puts all the affiliates into one little group and then, okay, battle it out, you know, like whichever is the stupidest that's going to spend the most, you know, like. That's what they do. And that was like, I don't need this stuff, you know, like goodbye, you know. So for native, we only run our own stuff, which is this workaround method. And now that the Chinese New Year is coming to an end, we're going to be making more e-com stuff. And they're running that because then we don't have competitive, you know, competition. I'm excited. We, you know, we've been doing a lot more e-com. So I'm excited for you to say that because I really hope it's uh it's it's gonna trend as nicely as we think. <laughs> oh yeah, it will for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I really agree, especially that with e-com, you can get it easier approved on a bunch of different networks. So it's we're excited. But it's been an hour. You're amazing. So now we you have to promise while we are still live that you're gonna come back and we're gonna do this sometime soon. Of course, yes. Yeah. Awesome to come back and answer more questions from people. I love it. You've been amazing. I honestly have so many notes here that I really want to take to the team and implement. Um, so super helpful. I appreciate you and thank you for being here. And if you don't mind at the end, just write the, you know, the website, your website in the comment section. We'll do it as well because I really want the affiliates that want to reach out to you to have that opportunity. Of course. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for watching the MaxWeb podcast episode 10. We love you and make sure you subscribe. We love you and have a fantastic day. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.